0: Passionate Life Church! Who, who, who? Oh no, okay, I just aged myself. Who knows about that? Hey, welcome to church. My name is Don Thurber. I am one of the pastors here at Passionate Life Church. Hey, welcome to everybody who is watching us online. Hey, staying faithful, staying connected to Passionate Life Church means so much. You are a part of what we're doing here. So, welcome. I am excited, man, I had to tone down the hype in the prayer cove with my, my husband, okay? I was like, I'm hyped up, I'm hyped up, because, man, I have been taking advantage of the advantage in my life, okay? I, I don't know about you, but this has been spurring me on, and if you're new or you are, are, have just been watching a little bit online, I just want to recap, we are in a series called The Advantage. The Holy Spirit is an advantage in our life. Jesus said it's better that I go so that you get this advantage, and I want you to take advantage of the advantage. I am, I am very competitive, okay? And so I was like, yes, I'm, I'm the first hand up. I am competitive, and I will take the advantage because I want to have the victory every day in my life. I want to have the victory. And so over the past several weeks, we've been talking about who the Holy Spirit is. Who is the Holy Spirit? Father, Son, Holy Spirit, all three in one, okay? Who is the Holy Spirit? How he works in our life, the gifts that he has for us, man, they're for everybody. And if we just come before the Lord and we say, God, Holy Spirit, come in me, fill me every day. He's got new Things, the depths and heights and widths of what God has for us is, is limitless. And so we need to take the lid off. We need to take our limits off and let the Holy Spirit live in our lives. Okay, so today we are going to be talking about the evidence. Everybody say evidence. I need some attitude, some evidence. That's right, of the Spirit working in our lives. So let's pray and get into it. Lord, you are good, you are faithful. You are all loving, all powerful. You are gentle and kind. Lord, I thank you that you have created us to represent you to this world. I pray that you would speak to our hearts, that you would continue to make and mold us, continue to pour out your spirit on us this morning. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. So I am not a plant person, okay? I like to look at the plants. But I would prefer somebody else to plant the plants and tend to the plants and um, be out in the garden with the plants. I'm like, oh, those plants look so good. But I don't want to have any. I am not a green thumb. I am a black thumb. I kill all the plants. I just looked at a plant yesterday, and I was like, oh, I'm killing it. And so <laughs> I am. I was killing it. So I stood there with the water, right? So I go on vacation this, this summer, and I come back, and my amazing mom and one of my closest friends put a flower garden in the front of my house. Yes, come on. You want a mom and some friends like that. And so I looked at this flower garden. I'm like, man, this is a beautiful flower garden. They did some work. I'm so thankful. And then every day I would just keep on looking at it. I'm like, this is beautiful. And then other plants started to grow in it. And I'm like, I don't even have to plant. There's some more plants growing. And it kept on growing. And, and, and then I'm like, do I water the plants? So I call up my friend, and I'm like, should I water or should I wait for it to rain? She's like, honey, twice a day, water the plants, one in the morning, one at night. I'm like, okay. So I tie, put my timer on, and then more plants started to grow. I'm like, what is And it started to cover the flower bed. I'm like, what is this? And um, find out that there are weeds. The more you water, there are weeds, okay? You do have to go out. For all the black thumbs, uh, some, some pointers, you have to go out and you have to pull the weeds in your flower garden to, to make sure your flower garden's okay. And so one day I go out into my flower garden. I, I look at the weeds growing. I'm like, eventually this has to happen. So I go out there and I start pulling, right? So I get to this plant and I'm like, is this a weed? What is this? So I call my mom. She doesn't answer. I'm FaceTiming. I'm like, so I can show him this plant. And I'm FaceTiming my friend. Nobody's answering the phone. And then I'm FaceTiming my stepdad. He's not answering the phone. So I'm like, you know what? This looks like a weed. I'm pulling it. And I show my mom later. She's like, that was a plant. It was a plant. I'm like, dang it. Did you spend a lot of money on that one? Um, she's like, you could replant it. I'm like, it's in the garbage. <laughs> Um, so today we are going to be talking about what the weed is and what the real is, okay? That's what we're going to be talking about, the weed and the real in our life. And we're going to be getting into Matthew 7, starting in verse 15. And I love what this is labeled. This is labeled true and false prophets. This whole chapter of Matthew 17, it talks about true and false prophets. And when we're in the word, man, I love those those labels because it kind of prepares our heart to receive what the Lord is trying to speak to us. And so in Matthew 7 15, it says, Beware of false prophets who come disguised as harmless sheep, but are really vicious wolves. And I want to stop for a second right there. What does this scripture speak to us? It is saying we need to ask God for the gift of wisdom and discernment in our life. We need that gift in our life because there are wolves in sheep's clothing. Does this give us permission to ju- judge one another? No. No. To be critical, to tear people down because what you think. No. This is, this is a warning. We need wisdom and discernment so that we can identify and be able to allow the Holy Spirit to have boundaries in our life. Amen? We need boundaries, and the Holy Spirit is who determines that. And so this scripture is saying, beware, beware, beware. We need to beware, okay? So then in verse 16, you can identify them by what? Their fruit. That is by the way they act. This is good. Can you pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? A good tree produces good fruit. And a bad tree produces bad fruit. And you may be saying, okay, this is prophets and teachers. This scripture is for prophets and teachers, okay? Well, in John 15, the whole um, chapter in John 15, it's talking about Jesus being the vine and us being the branches, and how the Father comes in and he cuts off every branch that is not producing fruit, and then he prunes the, the branches that are producing fruit, and that is a word that we can go deep into but in John fifteen, it talks about exactly what we're talking about for all people. John fifteen eight, John fifteen eight, and this is for everyone. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my Father. Listen, in, in Matthew twenty eight, Jesus gave the great commission. Okay. He says, I want you to be my disciples, and I want you to make my disciples. I want you to be my disciples, and I want want you to make them. Anybody lost about what their purpose is? Listen, you are to be a disciple, and you are to make a disciple. You are to be a disciple, you are to make a disciple. Okay, what does that mean? That means you have a purpose. God has a plan for you, and he's going to lead and guide you. But listen, the way we know who the disciples are, who actually follow Jesus, the disciples followed Jesus in our everyday life, is by their fruit, is by their fruit. So you can identify people by their actions. The proof is in the fruit. Come on. The proof is in the fruit. The way you know the Holy Spirit is taking residence in someone's life, the evidence of that residence is in the fruit, is in the fruit of the Spirit in our life. What's the difference between the real and the weed? What is the real? What is this fruit? What are are you talking about? Fruit, okay? Let's look at Galatians 5. And I'm going to start at 22, and then we're going to go back up to 19. So we're going to read the real first. Galatians 5, 22, 23. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of what? Fruit in our lives. Love. Joy. Peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, Whoo! this is good, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. What does that mean at the end with the exclamation? There's no law. The Lord is not going to say, don't you be loving your neighbor. Don't you be gentle with your spouse. Don't you have patience and self-control with your kids. There's no law against these fruits. Okay, so there's freedom in these fruits. Somebody needs to write that down. There is freedom in the fruit to just love people, be kind to people, have peace with one another. There is freedom. And the weeds, let's look at verse 19 of Galatians 5. And, and the weeds are our sinful nature. So when you see the sinful nature, this is the weed in our life. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, man, there's there's a lot. Envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these, so it's not limited to. Let me tell you again, as I have before, That anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. We need to be pulling some weeds in our life. We need to be pulling some weeds. And for a practical application in our lives, what's the opposite of love? Hate, bitterness, gossip. It says in the scripture that when you speak gossip, you're speaking hate. The opposite of joy, depression. Anxiety, fear, when we allow these things, we're allowing weeds in our life. Peace, what's the opposite of peace? Peace, discord, strife, disunity, chaos. Patience, what's the opposite of quick to be harsh? Quick to anger? Love, joy, peace, patience. Kindness. <laughs> ha have to go through it. Kindness you just straight up mean. <laughs> you're just not nice, right? Goodness, the opposite of goodness is choosing bad over good. You know this is not good for your life, but you choose it anyways. Faithfulness, the opposite of faithfulness, you're not trustworthy. You're not trustworthy. People can't hold you to your word because you're just unfaithful. Self-control. Everybody's like, oh, we could have skipped that one. No control at all. People think that you're just going to fly off the handle. They have no idea when. Listen, we need to apply these fruits in our life in order to have the proof of the Holy Spirit. The evidence is in the fruit. And so as we apply these things, we have to know... And be aware of what might come into our life. As a cr- Christian, okay, as a Christian, producing fruit is not an option. Because it says the world will know that we are Christ's disciples by our fruit. And so we have to produce fruit in order to show the evidence of the Holy Spirit working in our life. And so who likes, who likes uh, word, like analogies and stuff? Who likes to have word pictures in their head? I know I do. They're like, oh, what, what is that other table? It's, oh, it's a surprise. Oh. oh. Oh, hey. Oh, we got some fruit. Come on. Oh, look at this bowl of fruit. It looks yummy. Oh, that looks good. It's very delicious. Okay, so everydayhealth.com, I got some benefits of the fruit. This fruit right here, okay? So let's talk about the fruit. Um, We'll start with the apple, okay? Because an apple a day, right? Let's let's talk about the benefits of the apple. Lowers high cholesterol and blood pressure. Can aid in digestion. Ooh, that's good. Aid in healthy immune system and more. I could have listed this whole thing off. We would be here all morning, okay? There's lots of benefits to apples, okay? We got the apple. Banana, in this site, and I, I researched this, they were like, forget about the apple, forget about it. All right, the banana is the super fruit, this is the one. Get rid of the apple, it says forget apples, all right? Bananas have twice as many carbohydrates, five times as much vitamin A and iron. They're rich in potassium, fiber, and vitamin C, and more. And, okay, a banana, they said two bananas, if you eat two bananas, it'll give you enough energy for an hour and a half workout. Oh, everybody's going to be going to the store getting some bananas. <laughs> I need to get some energy. Man, bananas are awesome. So my husband eats a banana a day. He's like, where are my bananas? Okay. And then we got oranges. What are, what are the health benefits of oranges? Eye health, appetite control. A banana and an orange. You're like, ooh, that's my new daily diet. I'm going to be eating oranges all day long. Fights cancer. Woo! See, Jesus, he's so cool that he creates things from the ground that fight the enemy's schemes and lies in our life. Healthy skin keeps your blood vessels healthy and more and more. If I just... Look at the orange, right? Man, it looks good. Smells good. But if I don't eat the orange or ingest the orange, there's benefits, right, of the orange. If I'm just looking at, oh, man, this banana. This is a good banana. You know, you look at the bananas and you're like, how old are those bananas? This is a good one. You're like, ooh, that banana. But if I don't eat it, if I don't absorb it, If I don't let my body process it, I'm not getting any of the benefits of a banana. If I'm looking at somebody, have you watched somebody eat a juicy apple? You're like, man, I want one of those apples. They're eating it. It's delicious. It's sweet. You're looking at somebody eating the apple. You're watching them buy the apples. You're walking by them as they're getting the benefits the apples but we're not processing we're not absorbing we're not letting it sink in and be a part of our system of our daily diet even if we ate apples bananas and oranges just on Sunday just on Sunday and then we expect the benefits Monday through Saturday listen we can't just look at the Bible sitting on our counter And expect it to be absorbed and processed in our heart and in our life. We can't say, oh, that person looks like they got the Holy Spirit. And not receive the Holy Spirit. Oh, they're asking for the Holy Spirit. But I'm not, you're not asking. And so you're not receiving. You're not getting the benefits of the advantage taking residence in your life. Man, I got some worship songs on my playlist. But I love me my country music. Or, or you might like the hip-hop you know what I'm saying like oh hey but you're not listening to the worship music you know there is an altar you know that there is a cross here you know that there is an altar or an, a prayer cove yet you go to the phone to the friend that doesn't even know Jesus and you get up into your gossip game listen we need to apply the fruit In our life, we need to apply the things of God in our life. The proof is in the fruit. When the residence of the Holy Spirit is in us, there is evidence in the fruit. And we need to know what the weed is and the real is in our life. We need to be aware that the enemy has a plan just as much as God has a plan in our life. And listen, what goes in will come out. Listen, I'm a mom of boys. We talk about this all the time. What goes in will come out. What goes, so what are we feeding our heart, our mind, our body, and our soul every day? What are we feeding ourselves? Are we getting an apple a day? Are we applying these things? Listen, we have to apply the word of God in our life every day. We have to apply prayer and, and communication with Jesus every day. We have to apply good community into our lives every day because you are who you hang out with. You are the culmination of five people, the, the five people that you hang around with the most. And so we have to apply and process and observe what God has for us every day. Every day. Everybody say every day. I like to say it like this, every day. Every, every day. Okay? All right. So if we're not getting the fruit, we might be getting the fake, all right? It says fruit. (laughs) It's shiny like fruit. It's really sweet, too. What are we absorbing in our life? Are we going to eat this every day, all day? Man, but it says it's fruit. It looks good. It fills those spaces and places for a moment. I look at that computer and fulfill my lust desires for a moment, but then I feel gross and I get a toothache later. The shame and condemnation falls on me. It's not filling those spaces. Listen, we go to substances, pills, what we watch, what we listen to, the bars to fulfill. This is all fake. It's only going to fulfill you for a moment. Eat a bowl of Fruit Loops a day. You be at the doctor every day. Are you going to be feeling like going to the doctor? Is it the fruit or is it the fake? Is it the weed in your life? Are you choosing goodness for your life? Are Are you know about the good? You know you should. You know you should stop doing that. You know you should stop thinking that. You know you should stop responding that way. But you just keep on going to the fake. You keep on going to the weeds in your life of the real. Listen, we want the real, but we're feeding the weed. We want the real, but we're feeding the weed. An apple a day, a banana a day, an orange a day, a word a day, a prayer a day, a phone call to a Christian friend who's going to speak truth and promise and life into you a day into life groups and say, you know what? I'm going to get over this free fear. God has something good for me right here, right here. I'm going to get over it. I'm going to step out in faith. I'm going to say, God, you have people for me to speak into me, your truth. No more gossipy, friend. No more gossip game. I'm going I'm to have the, the promise and truth of God speaking into my life. Who are you hanging out with? Being a disciple has evidence. Being a disciple has evidence. The proof is in the fruit. And listen, this this is sometimes us. Sometimes this is us. Sometimes this is me. Bruised, broken, hurt, trauma. People have hurt me in my life. Been really bitter at a point. Really angry every reason in the world to not forgive but the Lord said come to me just as you are with all your bruises with all your your brokenness you may not have it all together and have that shiny fruit but God said come to me anyways and I will make you a smoothie A smoothie, who doesn't like smoothies? Man, you look at this banana, you're like, ooh, that's perfect for my smoothie. Listen, listen, listen. He, God's not looking for perfect, He's looking for produce. He's not looking for perfect, He's looking for produce. He's producing something new in you, He's producing this fruit that you don't even know where it's coming from. You're like, whoa, I got joy. I'm not supposed to have joy. Man, I just, I was totally patient with that person at the, oh, my gosh. (laughs) You know what I mean? You're like, the Holy Spirit is taking residence. And so this evidence of fruit is coming out. I mean, I may have brokenness, but but Jesus, man, his fruit is. He is the vine, man. He's working in what we produce. We're all in process. We're all in this journey with one another. We're all these orchards producing fruit. And some of us aren't perfect, but we're producing. Amen. Amen. This is what the fruit, or this is what the evidence is not. The evidence is not in your gifts. I'm messing with somebody's theology right here. Okay? The evidence of the Holy Spirit taking residence in your life is not a gift. It does not say that in the Bible. Ever. Okay? I have heard some amazing tongues. Yeah, that person is mean. You can speak prophecies all day long, but you ain't got no self-control. You just fly off the handle. I see people talking mysteries. You got mysteries, you got visions, you got dreams. But you're not faithful. We can't trust you. You're not committed. You're not trustworthy. Listen. (sighs) The evidence is not in any of the gifts. It's not. It's not in the Word. It says, they will know we are His disciples by the fruit that we bear. By the fruit. What did the Acts church do? When they got filled with the Holy Spirit, baptized by Jesus, they sold everything, gave it away, and started feeding the poor and welcoming everybody in the community. That is some love right there. Man, that is the evidence of the Holy Spirit working in someone's life. Listen in the upper room in Acts, what tongue fell on them? It was a tongue in other languages. It wasn't an unknown language. It was a known language by the people that were there. So basically, if it's in a tongue, then we should all be speaking a tongue we don't know, like Russian, Privet, right? I don't. I only know a few words in, in Russian. But if you're feel, if you're truly, if the evidence is truly in the gift, we should all. Get filled with the Holy Spirit and then speak it in different languages. The proof is in the fruit. The proof is in the fruit. Listen, I have I have been under some amazing leadership teachers, preachers. Okay? Amazing teachers. But they are prideful, they are arrogant, and they ain't got no love. I have been around some amazing prophetic people and they can give you a word, and they can speak into your life, but behind the scenes, they have no peace. They have no peace. They are worried. They are anxious. They don't trust in the Lord and what he says and his promises. I have, listen, I have met some amazing volunteers. They will show up, and they will volunteer, but they are not kind. You can't even, ooh, stay away from them. Let them do their work. You walk away. There is no evidence. This is the Bible. This is the Word of God. This is the truth and promise. That when we, when we allow the Holy Spirit in, He starts working with the heart. He starts working with the heart, and all this fruit comes out of our heart, our life, with Jesus, our daily walk with the Holy Spirit. The evidence is not in the gifts, the proof is in the fruit you are what you eat you are what you eat and listen when we are preaching this if you are only getting fed if you're only getting good words and promise with for you, your life 75 minutes a week it's unhealthy and you're just not gonna it's not gonna last once a week this is to spur us on for an appetite for more man to take these scriptures to take these points to get to go home because, listen, there are some revelation that God has for you that you'll never get on a Sunday, but you'll get it Monday, and you'll get it Tuesday, and you'll get it Wednesday, and you'll get it Thursday, and you'll get it Friday because you're in the Word. You're reading the promises of God. You're letting it seep into your soul and process and absorb, and you're leaning in. You're leaning in to what the Holy Spirit wants to speak to you every single day. You are what you eat. What are you eating? What are you feeding? And this is a battle. In Galatians, it talks about the, the battle, the real and the weed. It talks about the the battle between the sinful nature. We, we're sinful. we have a sinful nature, okay? And we have a spirit. What are we feeding? And then in this battle, man, it is hard to bear fruit in the battle sometimes. Temptation is a weed. Are we pulling that weed or are we allowing it to grow? Right? Sometimes there's weeds in our life that are just choking us out. We gotta pull those weeds and we need to get to the root. Galatians 5, 24 and 25. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives in every part of our lives that's why we come to church listen church is for us to come together we're better together that's why we get in plugged in in life groups that's why we serve with one another because we are in a battle two are better than one five are better than two. Ten are better than five listen When we come together, unified, with mission, with purpose, man, we can change the world. We can change our city. We can change our schools. We can change our workplaces. We can change our families. We can change our marriages. We can change our relationship with our kids and our grandkids. Things change when we're in this together. You may not want weeds, but that's what you're watering and feeding in your life. You may not want weeds, but that's what you're watering and feeding in your life. A part of planting is what we say. The words we say matter. Your words matter. In the scriptures, it says that our words either bring life or death. It says kindness. When you are kind to somebody, it's like coals on top of their head. You're going to be kind to your co-workers this week. It's like coals on top of their head. Listen, it says our words are like honey all over our spirit and our soul when we use kindness and love in our words. Some of the biggest battles that I face are in my thoughts, and it's weeds that have been planted by other people, right? And what we need to do is we need to allow the Holy Spirit to pull those weeds in our life. That's what it means by taking our thoughts captive. Hey, I don't believe that thought in the name of Jesus. (laughs) I don't believe it. And I submit it to you, Jesus. I submit these thoughts to you. I surrender them to you. And I choose to feed my heart, to feed my spirit, to feed my soul. I'm going to feed the word. I'm going to feed the real in my life. And that's what I'm going to set my mind on. Our words are powerful. Listen, your words plant seeds or your words water weeds? Your words plant seeds or your words water weeds? Your words are planting seeds in your life, in your family's life, in your spouse's life, in your friend's life, in your co-worker's life, in the people around you, on Facebook, on social media, on TikTok. Your words are planting seeds or watering weeds. What about your attitude? Your attitude is either planting seeds or watering weeds. And before you check your face, you need to check your heart. You need to check your heart because this is fake. If we just fix our face, it's fake. But if we fix our heart the fruit starts to to bloom in our face, and we start to represent who jesus is and who the holy spirit is in our life out of the abundance of our heart the mouth speaks luke 4 6 45 and out of the abundance of our attitude our life preach everyone 101 you didn't get that you didn't get that come on that's not in the bible listen Okay. Out of the abundance of your mouth, the heart—the heart is speaking. Out of the abundance, the mouth is speaking. Out of the abundance of your heart, your words are powerful, and your attitude follows. Out of the abundance of your attitude, the life preach. You may not be saying anything, but you're saying everything through your body language, through your face. How are we representing the evidence of the Holy Spirit taking residence? We need to watch our words. We need to watch our attitude. And we need to submit to God every morning, noon, and night. And all the in-betweens, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. (sighs) Listen, we don't go to the mechanic if we need some produce. We go to the grocery store, right? We don't go to the bar to get some Holy Spirit. We don't go in isolation and hide in our room and depressed And sleep all day if we need some fruit. We don't need to go to the phone and talk to our gossip friend in order to get fruit. Listen, we need to go to the grocery store to get some fruit. We need to be in the house of God to get the fruit. We need to be planted in a life group to get the fruit. We need to be on a serve team to get the fruit. We need to be surrounded by the community that is going to pour promise into our life to get the fruit. The proof is in the fruit and I'm fired up because the at advantage of letting the Holy Spirit into our life every day, man, there are benefits that, that can go on for days. Benefit upon benefit of the fruit in our life. If there is no fruit, we need to check the seed and we need to check the soil. If there's no fruit in your life, we you need to check the seed and we need to check the soil. John 13:35 Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. This is the first one. This is the first super fruit. The love is the banana. It's going to give you energy. It's it's the best one, a banana two a day. Come on, keeps the doctor away and you can run a mile. All right? Love will show that we are his disciples. Love can only be empowered by the Holy Spirit. Only be empowered by the Holy Spirit. And I want to end with this. I want to I put up all of our fruits. Let's list the fruits. Pick one. Pick pick a, pick a fruit. No pun intended, right? Pick a fruit. You got a tree right here. You got to pick a fruit. Pick a fruit in your life. What's the opposite of love? Hate, gossip, bitterness. What's the opposite of joy? Chaos, discord, strife. Joy is depression, anxiety, opposite of joy. Patience, quick-tempered. Kindness, you're mean. Goodness, you pick, you pick bad over good. Faithfulness, you're unfaithful. You, you, you can't keep your word. Gentleness, you're sharp. Self-control, you have no self-control. Pick a fruit. Pick a fruit. And the, and, and the challenge for you this week, <clears throat> give it away. Whatever fruit you're praying for, God's going to open an opportunity for you to give it away. He's going to open an opportunity for you to give it away to your neighbor, to your co-worker, to your family, to your kids, to your grandkids, to your spouse. Whatever the Lord wants to produce in your life, he's going to open an opportunity for us to share it with each other. He's going to open that up. You might say today, man, I am that bruised fruit. I don't even know where to start. Like this fruit looks good. This word is good. But I am stuck. I'm stuck in my depression. Stuck in my addictions. I'm stuck in my lust. I'm stuck. I'm just stuck, man man right here is your time this is the day where you ask the Holy Spirit into those spaces and places we believe in the fresh start every day every day with Jesus you may say I'm stuck and Jesus is saying I have love for you and maybe that's the first step is you receiving the love of Jesus that was me Was an addict I went to substances, I went to relationships, I went to friends that would feed into me the lies and schemes of the enemy. I mean, I was stuck. I was a weed. I was allowing weeds to choke out my life. And there were so many weeds in my life that I had no idea there was light above the weeds. And I said, Jesus, I, I am broken. What happened to my life? He changed me, he transformed me, and I wasn't perfect, but he started to produce things in my life, to help me on this journey. And he has that for you today. It starts with his love. Let's bow our heads and close our eyes. I want to give you that opportunity this morning. If you would say, Man. I wanna start producing fruit, but the first thing I need to do is allow love into my life. I need to, I need Jesus. If that's you, if you wanna dedicate your your life to Jesus, allow the love of Jesus into your heart, or you just like, hey, I need to rededicate. I need to ask him to come and fill some places and spaces. If that's you, just raise your hand. I just This is your private declaration of faith. Thank you, Jesus. Private declaration of faith. This is between you and God. I'm not going to call you out. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. You can put those hands down. And I just want you to repeat this prayer with me. And everybody in this place, let's help those making the greatest decision of their life. Dear Jesus, thank you for loving me, for dying for me. Today is my fresh start. Will you come in and be my Lord and King? forgive me of all my sins and today I choose to follow you for the rest of my days in Jesus name we pray amen and amen come on give it up the heavens are having a party